0: Hey, we've reached the last week of my chat with Sam Holland. It's just been so, so valuable. I hope you've gotten a ton out of it. If you haven't after this one, go back and check out the other interviews I did with Sam. They've been really, really good. Today, he talks about music videos and content creation generally. So this is his jam. He's really, really good at creating content for YouTube And Instagram. So he kind of talks talks to us about uh, one, the shift in music videos and how artists are now using content creation to grow their audience. But he also talks about how he takes one idea and expands that into six or seven other ideas for more pieces of content, which is something that we're all trying to do. Um, You know, what should we be posting? So he kind of covers a, a bit of that today. So it's episode five. It's the last one with Sam Holland and it's an absolute banger. So let's go to that interview now with Sam Holland about music videos and content creation. Have you noticed the shift in music videos lately where the, it's, it's more than just the official music video? So um, I look at Ed Sheeran, who all the latest singles he's been bringing out, um, once again your breakdown of that Shivers video was very entertaining. Um, Not yet, mate. My kids actually really enjoyed that. Can we watch that again? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did as well. It was Matt. So, um, was it the hair? The hair, The hair, hair yeah. bit where his hair grows. But he's done, for all of his singles, he's got like the official music video and then the official lyric video, which has been around for a while. And then there's like the official performance video. And then what's the other one? The official acoustic video. Um, have you noticed that sort of trend with music videos and just the, the? there's no rules anymore?
1: Yeah, I think I would say, this is a unproven theory. This is a what I thought. When you... Post, and I'm sorry to bring it back to YouTube, but when you post something on YouTube and your audience connects with it, pushes it out to more people. So, what a lot of YouTube people advise to do is make similar content based around that similar idea. So, if you, if you, if Ed Sheeran puts a video up, for example, how can he capitalize that one music video even further? Well, he could do like you say, the acoustic version, the live version, the lyric version, the animated version, and then the behind the scenes of the music video, but then behind the scenes of the song, how he wrote the song, and or even like an interview. So when people click on the official music video, it will come up as suggested, oh, watch this next. And me would go, oh, what, behind the scenes? Nice one, I'll click that. So that is what I would be doing. It's like almost you create, instead of just writing an album, you're creating a whole series of stuff to go on your main songs. So like we said, behind the scenes, interview type things. So like you've got to create as much stuff as possible around every single idea and you just capitalise on it basically. You just listed eight eight different types of video off- one song just then. One, exactly. It's like it's like this video I put up the other day showed a little bit of colour grading and then everybody was like, I want to see more colour grading. But what comes with that is you could talk a whole video about white balance, a whole video about exposure, and then colour grading, then LUTs, and different types of colour grading and films and stuff like that, and that would all come up, watch this next, watch next. Someone who's been super clever is... The weekend. I don't know if you've noticed when he's got an album concept, and throughout the music videos, it's the, it fo- It's like a film, all pieced together, and it follows along. But then what he does, all his live shows, he wears the same thing as he did in his music video, so it all ties in. So I think there was a bit where he like gets beat up and his like nose is bloody, and then he did that on stage and he's got like a bandage on or something. So it just and it's just so clever how it all ties in and, it, and and what it does. It creates like a mini series. You know, that's a good point, actually, because when I, I used to watch Walking Dead, I used to love those series more than a film. And you can binge watch it, can't you? That's why Netflix is so good, because people want more. So you can do the same thing with your music and your album. If you create an album, why not create all of the music videos that go together and they're in sequence, and people will binge watch them all.
0: Hundred percent. Then you've also got that, um, like, the missing out part. Like, you need to you need to make sure you see them, all. otherwise, when you go and see
1: it live, and you you don't get it, like, you,
0: 100%, there's a missing piece yeah. of the
1: puzzle. Yeah. So people have to watch it because they don't want to miss out.
0: So do you think, as a as an independent artist, to so say you've got like Spotify, you're only getting like four or five hundred downloads or something? You think you should, you could still be pushing these music videos and even if they're not, like, obviously no one's got the budget of these guys we're talking about, but do you think there's still room to put out multiple pieces of
1: content around the same song? Yeah, yeah. So, so th- and this kind of all goes back to what we were saying about how much time you've got to invest in it because it's time-consuming to write an album and get everybody together and record it and, and then put it out there and market it and stuff. But, if you've got the time, you can do it. It doesn't have to be the best production, or you could reinvest whatever money you do make into getting somebody else to film the video for you and edit the video if you want to. We were lucky because our singer and his sister managed a lot of the um like the, did all the management and stuff like that, but they were also a like a freelance marketing company, so they were very good at at um with Photoshop and doing the graphic design and websites, and they would create little videos. So he filmed and edited all our our videos. So it was all it was all done on a very small budget, but he could afford to put the time in, uh, whereas everybody else couldn't. So if what I'm saying is, if if there's somebody in your band that can do all that, or group that can do that, or if you can outsource it within a reasonable budget, it's definitely worth doing. But it takes time to think of a concept and and a, a strategy or a plan as to write. But it's but it, it can it doesn't have to be in succession. It could be oh we did this video last year and people really like it. Maybe we could do an interview about it and talk about how we came up with the idea. It doesn't always have to be planned in advance. Yeah, and that's the so magic that, that's, of YouTube, isn't it? Because it doesn't matter. Like you can watch something from five years ago right after you watch something from five minutes ago. Exactly. Whereas like Instagram is different, isn't it? It'll come up on your feed. But then again, you can post something that you posted last year and your new audience might not have seen it. Or your old audience might think, ah, I didn't connect with that last year, but now I get it because I've learned more since or I've watched more, or whatever. So trying to squeeze out as much as possible from one idea is a good strategy to have. Like I said earlier, you might post a drum playthrough of a track that you've been playing recently, but then you could do how to. Or then you could also do how to record the drums or how to get the drum sound from this track. And then you've got four ideas out of one again already. Well, that's yeah, that's awesome. And then I think
0: going on what you're saying, just squeezing it out. So if you do like any of those videos you just talked about, it might be three or four minutes, five minutes, fifteen minutes, whatever for YouTube, then you know you can condense that down to a sixty-second Instagram post, and you can get you know you can get three or four. And you do this really well on your Instagram. You've got your full-length videos on YouTube, but then you'll post sixty-second ones uh, in your Instagram and then 15 second ones in your story. So you can,
1: one piece of content goes a long, long way. Exactly. And that is, I like doing that. It's a really, I learned that from Gary Vee. If anybody doesn't subscribe to Gary Vee on Instagram or YouTube, it's definitely worth doing because he's good at content strategy. And it's just little simple things like that, like taking a 15 minute video, And chopping that up into little 15, 30-second chunks and release drip feeding them out. And then, like you say, you've got 12 pieces of content out of one. But I'm sort of very selective about which chunks I share because you've always, it goes back to thinking about the value that it provides. And also, if I post, like sometimes I'll edit a little 15-second clip and I think, if I post this, it's gonna give away the game and then they won't watch the YouTube video. So, like, you've got a hint to stuff. You've still got to give value, but have enough in reserve so that they go back and watch the full YouTube video version. Yeah, that just takes skill, doesn't it? Can
0: I say that you nailed that skill because your drone video, I was watching for 22 (laughs) minutes and 22 seconds going, he'll find it. He's going to find it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I did as well. Man, thanks for watching that. Oh, I enjoyed it. Like
0: Because the trailer got me, I was like, oh, man, this this looks sick. I'm going to, this is, yeah, I'm going to make it time. Like put the kiss to I'm going to watch. I'm going to, that was good, but you didn't Cheers, find man. it. So I was, you, I was sad for you. I was, and then I looked up how much that is in Australian dollars. I was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hurts every time I think about it. But that, that's a good example because I use a platform called epidemic sound for all my music. And the thing is, it's like one of the most popular platforms. So, although they've got a massive library of tracks you often hear similar like a lot of people using similar tracks or the same one and i don't like that i try and i hunt for hours looking for the perfect track that nobody else has used yeah and it's things like and i even put a little badge on the video music from epidemic sound and if bands approach me and they were like we've got this album if there's any songs that you like on it and you want to use them, could you just put our link in the description? I'd be like, yeah, if I like it and it goes with, I might not use it in the next video, but if I think, oh, that would go really well with this segment because the music in that video, even just the trailer, like it made it what it was because there's like suspense, there's a bit of action, a bit of sadness. So I think there's a big opportunity there for bands or artists to reach out to people like myself to just see if there's any need for anything and it might get uh, another audience.
0: Yeah, right. So just um this is a complete side note. If you were looking for music, would you be like lyricless stuff, like the with the lyrics muted or a bit of both?
1: Yes, most of the time, yes. Uh, because sometimes it could be the perfect track but the lyrics might say something different to what sure. the mood is of the of the video. Um, but it all depends. Sometimes it might be absolutely spot on and the lyrics make ex- perfect sense to the video as well. But you're safer without.
0: Well, my friend, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I think you, you will have offered a ton of value for the, for the audience listening to this podcast and watching these videos. So honestly, really appreciate it.
1: My pleasure, man. Hopefully that is the case. Hopefully they have got some value. No but doubt. mate, my, thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been good talking to you,
0: man. Mate, sincerely, thank you so much for spending the time with us and just dropping all this wisdom and knowledge around what you've learned from growing your audience. Um, I've just taken a ton, a ton of value from it. If you have got a lot out of uh, Sam's interviews over the last five weeks, first of all, if you haven't seen them, go back and watch all of them. They've all been amazing. Um, but subscribe to his channel and check him out on Instagram as well. Uh, you'll learn a ton from Sam as I do each week as I watch his new videos. Uh, so I've got some more coming up, obviously, about going from musician to artist. So we cover a ton of things just to help you level up as a musician, level up as an artist. So subscribe to the channel if that interests you uh, and you want to actually increase your skills, your craft, your know-how, all about the music industry. That's what this channel is all about. So make some music this week and we will talk again soon. Oh,